I actually started writing songs when I was seven, and that's wow. probably when I really started thinking, like, hey, like, I could do this forever. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Before the Money, baby, let's fucking go. Before the money, you know what it is. Ooh. We're back with another episode. Today, we are joined by a super, super, super talented individual sitting next to me here, Tyra. Welcome. Thank you. Thank Hi. you for coming in. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I really appreciate you, you spending the time with us today because like we said just before we started rolling, your songs have been bouncing around <laughs> my head. Since I heard them. They're such earworms. <laughs> Damn, that's such a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, no, likewise. And speaking of songs, should we just jump straight through to a sample of your work? Should we just get, get yeah, that look, going so that people know what they're in for? Best way sure. to get a, get our audience acquainted to what you're doing. So let's, let's do, do it. it. Awesome. Let it roll. Scott Man in the booth. Here it comes. Reflections? Uh-huh, Reflections, yeah. I found that one most recently. Uh, I think I heard it for the first time like two days ago, and I think that's my Oh, for real. Yeah. Damn, yeah, thank you. Sick. I almost didn't put that one in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was like, Why is that? Like, thanking you, you did. <laughs> I just, like, I wasn't sure, like, my if my voice was right for, like, the rap that I wrote. Yeah. Oh, look. It was. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> man. Thanks, man. <laughs> did you really... hear? Did you hear the at the end the the oh. Snoop reference? No. no. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I was, I was blown away. I, I don't. Th- I'll have to listen to it many, many times to take it all in. Yeah. But what? Because I, I was going through your music, um, and what I like is probably similar situation to what our band's in as well. Like. You hop around different genres, like you have so many mm. different timbres, like in your voice. You know, you're almost like a, a whole cast of characters in one human being, which is mm. like very admirable. That's why I really Damn. liked Reflections too, because like hearing you over like a fat 808 as well, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you can literally do anything. Mm, yeah. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. So, 
why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Tyra? Um, introduce yourself to the audience. We, we're starting to get to know you. You're obviously a very creative person. You're driven. That's why you're here on Before the Money because, you know, that ambition is so apparent in you. Um, so what, what is it that gets you excited? Um, uh, I think I'm all about, I'm all about dreams. I'm all about, um, being able to, to charm an audience. So I come from a street Mm -hmm. background. So I started, um, I started busking, um, straight after high school and that kind of led me into getting gigs and stuff and meeting producers and, um, working with all kinds of people. Um, and now recently I've been getting into working with more instrumentalists, which has been such a, oh, it's like an amazing new world that I'm entering. And I'm, I'm so grateful to like meet um, such talented um, people that know their instrument well. It's it's amazing to, to hear people um, put their souls into music that you've, put your soul into it it's it's so so surreal um so that's that's probably the one thing that's really like ah so amazing to Mm. me right now just yeah working with a band is is really new to me and that's um that's it's the best thing that's happened to me um and is music the end goal for you yeah for sure has it always been the end goal it has been yeah i've i've always known that i wanted to do music like ever since i was a, a four-year-old I had pictures of me like I'm gonna be a singer putting <laughs> <laughs> on shows for the parents and stuff yeah 100% 100% yeah I feel like our, our, our instruments choose us in a way like I have been because obviously I'm, I'm a drummer and I have just been such a fidget from like it's the time where Damn. I was old enough to move basically so as soon as I was putting a drum kit in, in grade five I was just like fell in love with it you know mm. I tried guitar mm. I tried a whole bunch of different things and like I loved the idea of music but I never went out of my way to play whereas as soon as I picked up drum I was like wait noise like fidgeting perfect <laughs> that's me baby you know that's dope yeah it is good fun but Hearing you say uh, that working with a band is like sitting so close to your heart right now is really cool because I'm in the exact same Mm. position. Like having been working with the guys the last couple of months, it's very, very new and it's completely different to what I was doing before, which was going to YouTube, finding a beat that I liked and recording myself Uh, over it. mm. And now being a part of the whole creation process and like even when we're in here jamming, one of my favorite things to do when we're jamming is just watch everybody having like such oh, a good time. Yeah. And you like see everybody interacting with everybody while mm. we're playing and stuff. And like you, uh, Jack on drums and then Will on bass because, you know, they're working with each other. I will see the moment where they both kill something and look yeah. at each other like, fuck yeah, yeah we killed that. And I'm just on the side like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It's super cool. Yeah, it's such it is. a different experience. And it's yeah. so like fulfilling. It mm-hmm. feels so good. Yeah. And it's completely developing me as an artist as mm. well. Like I'm opening up and trying 100%. so much new stuff I never would have done before. Yeah. Mm. There's like a telepathy that comes when you're all making music together. Some I don't yeah. I, that's the only word I could mm. use to describe it. It's a vibe. Yeah. Literally, uh. just like that unconscious communication, like a swipe a 
like a twitch of the eye means so much when you're jamming together. <laughs> yeah. My twitch of the eye is like, fuck. <laughs> I'm running out of breath. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like that. So you're, you've really started, you've started playing with a band recently. You've just got a resident residency down here on the Gold Coast. What restaurant was that again? Oh, uh, yeah, nah, not anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Onto bigger exclusion. and better was, things. Yeah, no, it was cool though. It was yeah. a good experience. I definitely learned a lot from being there. Yeah. Um, and I got evidence from the universe that like venues will pay um, that much because that, that was the highest paid um, residency that I ever had. So yeah. much that I could bring in um, another musician to play with me mm-hmm. and split split it nicely. So um, it was cool. Yeah. I'm really grateful for that gig. And it was awesome coming over to the Gold Coast and like um, going to the beach after and chilling and mm, getting yeah. to see you guys that one time as well. That was dope. Yeah. No, that was good. When was that? that we had, it was a party was, we had um, here. The, it was meant to be the Moavi gig. Something Mo- like Moave, that. Yeah. The one that was over at Marquetta and mm-hmm. then we just brought it here instead because mm. it got cancelled. So where, where yeah. are you from originally? Um, I'm originally from Victoria. Yeah. Um, I lived in Geelong for a while until I was around five, then came to Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I... My dad had, he had work um, in Townsville, so we all moved to Townsville, but it wasn't Townsville. It was like an hour and a half from Townsville. So it was this tiny little town um, where I didn't have many friends. It was like, there was like 23 children at the school. 23 children. Yeah, yeah, and it was really country and like, they all called me like city slicker and stuff. (laughs) So I was like a bit of a loner, but it was good because it gave me so much time to like, work on like I was writing poems at that time and, and wow. lyrics and art and and getting into cross country a lot um so that was really cool um and then I came back to Brisbane and I've been been in Brisbane ever since have, have you enjoyed like the the city experience again because I know personally like I come from like a country um background like that's where I grew up and mm. then I moved, you know, from country into Sid- Sydney for like a, a bunch of years. And I was in heaven, literally just mm. being right in the heart of a city. There's always something going on. Everybody is represented. You know, everyone kind of has a voice to a certain extent and has like a crowd that they can be mm. their full authentic selves in. Whereas when you're in a small place like out in the country, like there's a definite mold. And it feels like if you're not in that mold, it, all eyes are on you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, for sure. And the the yeah. Gold Coast is even is is even that way inclined sometimes as well. We're a little beach town at the end of the day. Mm. We just got a couple of yeah, high rises right. now. Yeah, true. Well, look, we look so much bigger than we are. I realize yeah. down on the Gold Coast, like yeah, everybody right. knows everybody. True. It's a tiny place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Brisbane too. Brisbane's pretty small. Everyone yeah. like, kind of knows everyone too. Yeah. yeah. Once you're in a place for like, you know, even a year, you kind of know it like the back of your hand. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But yeah. it was cool. I mean, I learned to drive properly in, in Sydney because like you've got to seriously pay attention because everyone is like manic. Have you ever been to Europe? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like being on the roads in Europe and everyone's just like, <laughs> it's like a free for all and you just got to try Lol. not to get hit or hit someone. Yeah, and, yeah. Like I remember, we were in a we were in a taxi. You know that massive roundabout in front of the Arc de Triomphe in France. Literally, oh yeah, yeah. The yeah, the roundabout's yeah. like seven lanes thick, mm. and it's like if you get it caught in the center, you're just like going around oh, and no. around and around. Apparently, For there's um, yeah. a collision Gosh. on that roundabout approximately every eleven minutes. What? There's a collision of some sort. Yeah. 
Damn. Yeah, literally. That's but hectic. what a stupid design. Yeah, what? <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah. So Damn. what has your musical journey been like up to this point? Um, um, you want me to start from like the very, very beginning? This is your show, baby. Yeah, damn. Okay, okay. Well, um, I would have to start with my mom. Mm-hmm. She really influenced me. Um, she, being from South America, um, the music that she played was obviously very South American, lots of Spanish, and she forced me to learn Spanish, and I'm like, oh, thank you. So it's <laughs> been good being able to put that into my music um, a lot more lately, and I want to do way more, especially with um, now that I'm getting to know more instrumentalists, I can get some real like Latin flavors in there. Um, but she she introduced me to the stage when I was four years old. Um, she was a, a Latin dancing teacher when she came to Australia, and she had uh, little groups that she would teach, like young women, um, all different styles of Latin dance, and then I would be her little... Um, her little mascot so she would dress me up in the same clothes like little frills and stuff like that and like when they'd go out and do competitions um she'd tell me what to do and i'd go up on stage as the first like person on stage and everyone be like oh little (laughs) yeah so so that was cool i feel like that's definitely um definitely influenced my the way that yeah did you think you were kind of like too young to be nervous back then or yeah yeah sure I mean, my mom, my mom's like, she's, she's like, she's like trained me. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) Like, she's, she's a Leo. I don't know if you're into like star signs and stuff, but like, she's a Leo. I'm a Pisces. And, and, and apparently in my like birth chart, um, in order for me to like find success in my career, I need to, um, adopt more Leo traits which is really? like, yeah, Leo's really like, look at me. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. Pisces like thinking and dreaming and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny. I have a lot of Leos in my life. And, um, of course, my mom being like the main Leo in my life, she's um, she's helped me a lot. Um, yeah. She takes photos of me all the time. Ever since I was little, like, no, you got to put your hand like this. <laughs> she basically <laughs> told me how to model yeah. and stuff. And, yeah, it's Turning it's into awesome. a little rock star. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So you, you were doing a little bit of dancing, just dabbling mm-hmm. in the creative th- arts. You mentioned, like, poetry and all that kind of stuff from a young age. Mm-hmm. When did you start getting into, you know, kind of making your own music and starting to build what the early visions of what that dream has become? Well, I I actually started writing songs when I was seven and that's probably when I really started thinking like, hey, like I could do this forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My my parents got me a a little keyboard um, that year when I turned seven for Christmas and that's when I really started like writing songs and, and playing on the piano and stuff. Were you writing like chords with lyrics or were you just playing around on a piano? Like what, what was I the had, process back was, then? It was like because I never had any lessons or anything. I was just playing around. So I did have some chords, but I would say they were probably like really pop, like yeah. basic. Mm-hmm. That was like the only thing I just knew the back four then. four chords. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I used to, like, model off songs that I would like. So I'd, like, play a song Mm. that I liked through headphones or something and then just kind of, like, play along with it and just see what I could do. Sometimes it was trying to play an instrument that I could hear 
and other times it was like, what if I was going to add an instrument to it? Where would it go? Yeah, that's that's kind of a little bit like what we've been doing this this last week. We just come in here with some inspiration from particular songs we like and we're like, okay, how can we, you know, take that inspiration and turn it into something that's our sound? Mm. You know, I Mm. I feel like that's the way creativity is almost made to work because nothing is nothing is unique in the world of creativity it all stems from something yeah you know whether intentionally sure. or unintentionally mm. there's just so much influence that comes into it like could you mm-hmm. imagine trying to pull like come up with a chord that's never been invented before like, yeah. it, it probably just wouldn't sound right mm. like yeah. ever even if it was i mean i guess if it was theoretically right then it would be a chord already but yeah like, <laughs> it just wouldn't be right yeah <laughs> it's like yeah, try and true. think of a new color Mm. Apparently, apparently, purple isn't happen. actually a isn't actually a color. It's a perception, like it's a yeah, thing in the mind. yeah. That's trippy, trippy stuff. Mm. It, apparently, we only see like two percent of reality. Yeah. So imagine like what else mm. is going on? And uh, I know I, I mentioned it in like an episode that we did ages ago, but I remember reading or listening to something about this deep sea no it was, it was some kind of shrimp pistol shrimp pistol shrimp that's what it was and so Whoa. it's <laughs> just you wait Ooh, <laughs> so damn. the pistol shrimp has like forty-eight thousand times more color receptors in their eyes than the human eye does so could you imagine what, what the world would look like through a pistol shrimp's eyes damn. i reckon you'd see it if you took a fuck load of mushrooms <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe like, they're just oh. tripping yeah, all the sure. time yeah Pis- <laughs> the crazy thing about pistol shrimp is so they have one claw which is like real fat yeah and they can snap it close so fast <gasps> that they can like crack glass with it um really? it's like a couple like of thousand things around degrees yeah. like in in the impact what? points like a couple of thousand degrees and they like shoot it at prey to Hectic, kill them. Whoa. Yeah, pistol. I wish we had some cool shit like that. Damn. Yeah, just That's full like weapon. <laughs> shit. I don't know how the fuck we got on marine <laughs> biology. <laughs> oh my god, I actually wanted to be a marine biologist at one point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So why why didn't ocean. you pursue that career? Um. Because it has lots of maths. Yeah. <laughs> lots of writing, <laughs> lots of reading. Yeah, so much theory. Yeah. God. Yeah. It's like that. And like it's so fun to create. It is so yeah. fun to create. Yeah. And you'd be you'd be making the music probably in your spare time anyway. So Yeah, of course. I mean it's never too late. I I, I want to get a microscope when when the time is right. I just find like s- just all kinds of science just so fascinating. Have you got a telescope? Uh, no, I always wanted a telescope. My brother gave me one, but he said it was he didn't know how to use it, and I've been trying to use it. I think it's just a really just cheap wants one it out that of like, his room. just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work. My so housemate's got one similar thing. Like it stays in the garage, and like every now and again she'll get it out and try and make it work, but. Mm. Yeah, it's so hard. You're looking around for ages just to find like one thing because like it's so magnified. But hanging out with somebody who has a good telescope and knows how to use it is so cool. Yeah, I have an uncle who's like his. That's his thing. Really, just his telescope, and you like go to his place and he like pointed at all these different constellations and stuff, and like certain. The one that really blew my mind is there's one of the stars that's quite bright in the night sky 
is actually like six stars clustered really close together what? and they're all different colors. Yeah, It's called true. the Jewel Box. Whoa. And jewel just, Box? Yeah. That's so cool. He was just pointed at it and he's like, yeah, it's a Jewel Box. And there's like a blue one, a pink one, a yellow one. Oh. Like, it's crazy. I think I've seen that before and I always mm. wondered why it was changing color. So maybe that's that's the one you're talking about. Yeah. Probably, Damn. Yeah. So when you're not making music, how do you fill your time? Um, Dancing. I experiment a lot with dance, mm-hmm. um, watching watching dances and copying them. Um, art as well. I want to do more of that, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, I think more so just working a lot and taking care of my cats. Mm. <laughs> and I see, like, your, um, your cover arts and all your music videos and stuff like that are very kind of um, artistic and... I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Almost psychedelic yeah, even. Yeah, psychedelic. Mm. That's the word. That's you know? the word. That's, that's how I want it to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, found that, I found it so cool. So who do you work with to put all that stuff together? Um, I I edit everything pretty much. Yep. I just get like um, uh, a videographer or, or a good friend that it. is keen to yep. like video for me. Um. And then, yeah, I just kind of direct everything and say yes. Sometimes it's, like, very spontaneous as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't have a plan. Um, and I just kind of let the universe take it away. Yeah. And then see what happens. And um, a lot of the... kind of plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's good fun. It's mm-hmm. really... It's it's fun seeing seeing what, what comes out of of that. It's like um, the Loving You um, music video. It's the one where me and Rahu are in front of the city. And it's we're like on a we're like on a big hill, and there's like the city behind us, and okay. it's just a one take. Yeah. So we just like randomly thought oh, we were taking photos to promo it, um, and then we were just like, oh, why don't we just like try make the music video? Maybe like let's just see. Yeah. And then we're like, oh yeah, this is a cool spot, and then yeah, it just started just chilling to the music and then yeah. boom it was like a one take wonder and we just used that for the music video mm-hmm. it was perfect especially with your style of editing the it really doesn't matter too much kind of what you're filming because it's just the energy of the subjects in the shot and mixed with the music mixed with the effects that you put on it yeah. and stuff like that like your music videos <laughs> when you boil them down are like now that i hear you say that they're basic and yet they have so much life Mm, yeah exactly a lot of it is in the editing process just like chucking all this stuff on there to make it look sick (laughs) try that see how that looks try something else i know i'm the same and i'm like because i'm still learning all the i've had to learn all the software for like this Mm, podcast and all that kind of stuff and in the beginning you feel like a fish out of water it's like there are so many buttons there are Mm. so many tabs it's like what do they mean but then, like, mm-hmm. th- it's also exciting because then there's unlimited possibilities. Yeah, it's like, for sure. Like uh, learning a language, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. I feel as, especially with video editing, like, there's no better feeling than having an idea of what you want to happen and figuring out how to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. And then you get it and you're like, holy shit, I fucking yeah. did that. Or the best is making so something cool. by accident that turns out Yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. That's been every single video that I've made, I reckon. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> Not sure. Yeah. I always like for some reason I always find that I get like um like if I've got a certain video or like a cut or transition and a song playing most of the time they line up really nicely Mm -hmm. without really even trying like I'll just put it there with the idea of oh on this drop it's gonna switch 
and then I'll mm. put it there and then all of a sudden I watch it through and it just works. Just does yeah. like, oh, I, how? I didn't Someone's move looking it. out what, for what you, buddy. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, are you a bit of a spiritual person? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So what, what's your kind of approach to spirituality and life? I don't know that's a very big question, but we've got um, time. I guess I feel like the universe is all around us. The universe, God, it's all the same thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, many, like all religions to me, because I grew up, my mom's very Catholic. Yeah. Um, so I grew up with that. But I never fully felt connected. I th- I think Jesus is sick. I think some of the stories in the Bible are so yeah. cool. Um, I think um, a lot of the a lot of the religions are like basically the same thing. It's a faith that there's something greater than us, which I think is beautiful. And I and I don't doubt that. I really do believe that there is there is something greater than us and but i feel like it's it's within us all we're all part of that we're all part of the part of the part the, of everything the universe yeah. yeah well if you break it down to like the smallest possible oh, let's just call them atoms yeah because that's what they are uh-huh. we're all made up of the exact same components yeah you know mm. and not even just us everything that we see everything in on this planet is made up of the same thing just mm-hmm. combined in different ways. Mm-hmm. And when you think about like that, it's like it really blows my mind how we have like, number one, this separation between people, you know, yeah. based on superficial things like race or yeah. heritage or anything like that. And then uh-huh. it, again, how we have this separation between animals and humans. They're mm. one and the same thing. You yeah, know? yeah. But now we've given ourselves the different titles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're all just souls, really. Yeah. Like the body is just our... It's just our shell. Yeah. And I've learned a lot about um, trees and kind of how intelligent mm. plant life is over the Damn. last couple of months. And like uh, you might you might already know this, but when I learned that trees communicate through it to each other and with their offspring through the mushroom networks underground, yeah. that blew my mm. fucking mind. Oh, same. You know? I recently learned about that yeah. too. Yeah. The magic. Fungi, yeah, fantastic fungi on Netflix. Have you seen oh, that? Oh no, oh, I've been recommended it though. I have to watch yeah, it. Right. You have. Yeah, to. for sure. I I've been reading a book. Um, it's about the communication of trees. So that's where where okay, I got well. it from. Yeah, it's really really dope. Um, they send like um nutrients to their offspring and all yeah. that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. I, I I was listening to a podcast last week. Um, about like the intelligence of trees, and one of the things that they were doing is they were testing like the a natural response of trees in terms of like against pests and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they tested a bunch of different ways to trigger that. Obviously, one was to put, say, like a caterpillar on the tree, see how it responded. Another one was to put a caterpillar on another tree and see how a tree, like, say, a kilometer away responded. And then the third test that they did, they played sounds of caterpillars chewing at the trees and they responded in the exact same way. Whoa. They were so they're so intelligent. Yeah, like, they are. That, that's got to be like vibration, hey. Oh, 100%. Oh, man. Yeah. They're high vibes. Like They're trees, high vibing. <laughs> trees are just amazing. I remember my first psychedelic trip ever, I went straight towards nature. It was it, my it like savior. It yeah. felt mm. so nice to be around them. That was when I first realized how powerful their energy is. Yeah. They're so pure. They're so pure. 
I know. Their only motive is to survive. But on that note, we are about to head to the first interlude. Really appreciate it, guys. If you're if you're getting value from this, if you're enjoying yourself, I want you to please just take a quick screenshot and post it wherever you want. Send it to someone special. Share it with a friend because um, we're, we're trying to get a really good message out to you guys. We put a lot of work into this podcast. So help us out a bit. Share our message. So we'll see you guys in a second. Peace and love. Woo. Awesome. Welcome back, Sick. everybody. Hello. Good to uh, be here. If you're watching on YouTube, you're going to notice that we have morphed and now we are <laughs> all matching <laughs> in purple the gang purple yeah. astro hoodie from anarchylabel.com go get yours it's so fucking beautiful so fucking last lush the best hoodie you'll ever wear and that's mm. i'm not just saying that either like Straight it's fast. just the way it is we do we do Hell get yeah. that a lot though and it's very uplifting like i love to hear that the effort that we put into it you know is appreciated mm. yeah mm. And, it, and they really are. And like you can tell that it's going to stand the test of time. Hell yeah. <laughs> so we've got a gig coming up in Brightside and in Brisbane. Yeah, Brightside. Yes. 23rd of October this month. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's next Saturday now. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So that's a single release for a track of yours that's coming out? Yes, it's called Eternity. And uh, does that come out on the 23rd? No, so that'll be a few weeks after that's fine though because it's going to be going through everybody's head so by the time it comes out they'll just be itching to hear it again yeah yeah awesome way to build hype for (laughs) it too because you can play like you can use your gig footage Mm -hmm. to promote the song that's coming as well yeah Yeah. for sure yeah and well we've got another um we've got another person joining us as well Eris? Eris? Eris, yeah. yes. She's Eris. a really cool vibe. I'm yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see what she's like live. Same, same. She's a really beautiful voice as well. Yeah. She's yeah. got lots yeah. of um, energy, but like kind of, she's just bold, you know? Yeah, she's it's bold. like grungy kind yeah. of. Yeah, I like yeah, it. it's cool. I really get around it. So is that is this your first <laughs> headline show? Um, This is going to be my, my third headline show, but my first headline show with a band. Yes. And probably like the first that I've put like this much effort into. Yeah, I'm, awesome. Yeah, very excited for this one. I think it's going to be one of the my best performances as of yet. Uh, we're, yeah. we're absolutely honoured to be jumping up there with you as well. No, mm-hmm. I super, am. Super, super, super excited. Um, yeah. And maybe, maybe if we, because after this, to give context for everyone listening, after this, we're all going to jump in the live room, just start making some music and hopefully do some work together. So if we figure some shit out today, maybe you might be getting mm. up on a V Black set. Yeah. A bit of a yeah. warm up. We, we've got a possible mm-hmm. news coming soon about something along those lines. So that would be cool <laughs> if we get something cooking. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Straight up. So that is the 23rd of this month. October. At yep. the Brightside in Brisbane. If you are a Queenslander, make the trip. Was yeah, that that was like half trek, half trip. 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 Make yeah. the trip. Trip gang. <laughs> it's, it's such a good time. Like, I just want to say this out here to the people that are, um, have been on the fence about coming to a gig. It's not even just the performance, it's the energy that surrounds the evening. Mm. You come mm-hmm. to this and we all hang out and we all have such a good time and it's just loving yeah. the fucking air. Once you come to a gig, I promise you, you'll come to most of them. And that's kind of what we're seeing as well. Once you go so. black, you'll yeah, never yeah. go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fuck. cool. We're going to use cool. that for some promo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, fuck yeah. So before we stepped off to the interlude, 
We were we we're in a can little I, bit of a. Can I interject? I've yeah, got go something to ask, just kind of yeah. along this topic. So you said that you uh, supported Janae Aiko. Yes. How did that come about? Because that she's a massive name. That, yeah, I know, amazing. right? I was super lucky to get that one. Um, it was the producer of my first um, EP that had the connections. Um, so that's how I got yeah, that gig. Yeah. Mad. Wow. Yeah. That's that's awesome. incredible. Like, I've been listening to her for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, true. Mm. How big yeah, was your set amazing. at that point? Um, I had a half hour, I think, oh, 15 minutes, 15 yeah. or half an hour. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. But you had enough songs, good. like you had a bunch yeah. of songs written. Like, because yeah. if you've been writing for, for a long time, you've got a pretty, pretty big bank. In the bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, because yes. I know we've had the kind of conversation, um, Reese and I, about the the point in time for a musician when you start to really hit those quality barriers you know like mm. and really start to step up into like a professional sound when do you think that happened for you as an artist um i think i was i was really lucky when i first uh kind of began um i think because of the busking and and just getting my name around it was really easy to find um producer so that guy was called wayne the wizard um amazing producer um he was actually a part of the group random that um uh, it was X Factor, the first X Factor, I oh, think, really? 2005. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So he had such a cool vibe. Um, Maori, he really loved reggae and R&B and soul. And so we really connected. Mm. Um, him and his family were just, yeah, so beautiful. Um, and he was very professional, obviously, and yeah. he had um, some good connections as well. So it was it was really amazing to have that from, from such an early stage. Um, yeah, yeah. No, and I think now now I'm just going a little bit more DIY and I'm producing as well myself and working with other um, producers and also, um, yeah, getting into the, the uh, live music scene a bit more and getting to know instrumentalists. So I'm going to start putting that into my music, which has always been such a dream, having that live mm-hmm. live sound, live drums. Different live perspectives guitar. to add like their two cents to your sound mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I've liked about um, our sessions. Someone just starts playing a riff and then all of a sudden everyone is doing something in their own lane and then you've just made something out of, out of nothing, you know? Yeah. It just fascinates me how, how often mm-hmm. it comes together and at the end of it you're like, that was a sick jam. Like, yeah. That was a sick little... Whatever, Whatever it was. Whatever we were doing, <laughs> yeah. It works out yeah. way more often than it doesn't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so mm. how do you think um, music and the arts tie into kind of your spiritual perspective? They, I suppose they go hand mm. in hand, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I feel when I do music, it, it really feels like a spiritual experience. Like yeah. it feels psychedelic, like just being in that space of of creating because I don't really think it's 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 not even create it's co-creation. It mm-hmm. feels when you're really in that flow state. Um, it's almost like a lot of the the melodies and and lyrics are coming from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> it's, awesome. <laughs> it's okay. I know what yeah, you mean, and yeah. it's like when you try and think about it too much is when you fuck up. You know, you've almost mm. just got to let the music yeah. communicate through you. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I've I've dealt with a lot of like self-criticism over the years. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the the earliest stuff, um I just I kind of 
I've had like this habit of just like making the music and then like hating it and then like yeah. just putting it out there. Life and is just a creative. Being like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's been nice, just kind of um, accepting like my past selves. Yeah. And and being um, yeah happy about the improvement and where you get it's a going. timeline of all yeah. your different stages. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Do yeah. you find you go back and listen to your early music much? Not really. Sometimes. Um, I think I have to more um, so that I can communicate with the band <laughs> about <laughs> the songs um, because it's always been a dream to be able to reimagine the songs because they, they grow over the years. Like your relationship to the song grows and you can um, interpret like what you wrote better like mm-hmm. later when your skills have developed more and, and stuff so every time i go back and listen to like early stuff that i had made i always have a moment where i'm like i was writing that then for me to hear this now yeah dude same <laughs> same sometimes crazy. it's like talking to my future self yeah, but 100%. i didn't realize it and it yeah, didn't it, because whack. like in that moment when I was writing it, I remember I don't remember exactly like what I was thinking to make me write a certain lyric. Yeah. But it didn't mean what it meant to me now, but it meant what it means to me now is so much more important and yeah. so much more influential than whatever made me write it. Yeah. Oh. Dude, I, I totally music. get what you mean. It's <laughs> it's so trippy. Hey, it's crazy though. Yeah. It's amazing. It's it's definitely kind of cringe though. Like I can't go. Yeah, yeah, I think it's creativity in general though, because I know we've had conversations like everything that I've made back then, whether it's you know graphic design work or you know clothing pieces I've made. At the time, you're so chuffed with what you've created, mm, and yeah. then you look back on it, even you know six months down the line, especially in our like stage of life where every week is a new stage of growth. Mm-hmm. Like you look back just six months or a couple of years and it's like, fuck, what was I thinking? You know? <laughs> 100%, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's exciting though. And like you're yeah, going to listen cool. back to this podcast in 12 months time and be like, wow, who is she? You know? Yeah, that's true. I man. thought that when, um, so a couple of episodes ago, we did a bit of a recap because we'd reached 25, like quarter century episodes. Mm-hmm. and. The first episode we did was I was the guest, uh, essentially, mm-hmm. for that episode. And, um, yeah, listening back to the stories and stuff that I was telling and just where I was in that mm-hmm. moment, I was like, fuck, that's, that's a uh, child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even that long ago. Just over five months ago. Yeah. Like Sometimes I feel like that even like five minutes ago. Why did I say that? What? <laughs> Idiot! <laughs> yeah. <Damn>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's life as a human though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and when, as soon as we start to take ourselves too seriously, that's when everything falls apart. Yeah, yeah. that's so true, damn. Yeah. So oh, back on it. back on the back on the topic of, of psychedelics we kind of touched on before we mm-hmm. took off to the interlude because I feel like that's a it's a bit of a taboo subject. Um but I, I firmly believe it's something that every person should be open to experiencing it at one point throughout their life. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Even just like um I've got a little bit of a story of when I started kind of microdosing. Mm. Um, I was a very emotionally flatline person. I didn't get upset. Damn. I wasn't overly happy at any given stage. 
and I started microdosing. At this point, I'd never taken psychedelics. You know, I at this point, I thought, oh, one mushroom and, and you're a psycho for the rest of your life. You know, oh, just like the, the majority Damn. of people think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started microdosing, and then the first two weeks were just insane ups and downs you know every five Whoa. minutes i'm like a different human being <laughs> and then once it like leveled out i was like oh this is what life's about mm, you know yeah. I, was, I was more in tune i started reading like and this is like literally when the accumulation like for everyone who's listening to this podcast you know me as i am now but you know i was a different person before i had my first experiences with psychedelics and mm. stuff and it's made me a much better person mm. all around yeah you know? I definitely sure. register, register a change after every trip that I've mm. had. Like, I almost not fixated, but like, there's almost like a topic of the trip. Mm-hmm. And then after that, mm. I feel a certain way. Like, you've accomplished something. Way more mm. confirmed if I was like on the fence about something. Yeah. And I don't really, I know some people do go into trips with the topic already. Uh-huh. And it's never been like that for me. I just mm. kind of like, oh, that's what we're doing. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, true. Sweet. And then cool. there'll be like a vibe of it. And then after it, you're just like, yeah, no, this is how I feel about this. Yeah, mm. it's like a, it's a therapy session. Yeah, It's 100%. like a full on like, mm. yeah, because it, it, it connects like new parts of the brain mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's... it's yeah. And it, it actually, it, it um, starts a process called neurogenesis, which is the basically the creation of of new cells and the killing off of damaged cells um but yeah the creation of new brain cells so it is it is very very beneficial we don't we don't get neurogenesis from many things in life you know Mm. especially after the age of like 25 or so when you're still your brain's still growing but at a much slower rate so to have like a substance that is relatively um harmless you know unless you've got like tendencies to be for psychosis already mm. it's relatively harmless um and allows you to kind of find your mm. spiritual self because there's a there's a deep lacking of spirituality i think in modern society you know we yeah. used to yeah. have we used our religion was everything yeah you know now we've almost gone the complete other end of the spectrum where you know separate yourself from all religion all spirituality Uh i'm a physical being living in a meta world what's in front of me is what's real type Mm. thing whereas like there's there's a certain peace that comes from knowing that there is a greater goal that's being fulfilled in in the planet and i'm a i'm a little Mm. speck along the timeline Mm -hmm. yeah but that's also scary if if you want to think about Mm. it that way means you know you can feel insignificant Your problems but, mean nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah, like fulfilling so in a way. Mm. It's, yeah. it's, it's humbling. Yeah. yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Humbling. Yes. And that's super important, mm-hmm. I feel, uh, especially in a, in a society that like, I feel like ego is a lot of people's biggest problem is mm. like unchecked egos and stuff. Yeah. And stuff like psychedelics can really start helping you, you know, like work through some of those things like you might not even know that you're an egotistical person and that's maybe why you feel like some people maybe don't like you but you have Mm. no idea Mm. you're not programmed to think inward like that and then you break down these barriers and all of a sudden all you can do is think inward for the space of like four to eight hours Mm. you're gonna come out of that a very very different person what do you guys like at spending time by yourself very very good probably too good Mm. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I really like spending time with myself. I think I want to spend more time with myself, and I think in the past um, I couldn't handle it. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think now I'm good. What do you mean by you couldn't handle it? I don't know. I just always wanted to be with people. Like, it was... Yeah, I was drinking a lot of wine during those days. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of stuff I had to, like... I was covering things up at that stage in my life. That was maybe, like, four years ago. Um, Yeah, but now it's very recent. Like, the past maybe, like, six months have been really... Um, me taking the the courage, like the courageous steps to unravel like the parts of myself that I don't like or that I just sweep under the rug. Uh, mm-hmm. m- memories that have taken way too much like importance in my head that have been difficult for me to let go. Um, so yeah, it's just been a lot of a lot of healing, I guess, and and going into the the dark sides without like judging myself so much because yeah. I think every time I would have emotions that would come up um I would just I would be mad at myself even more like don't feel this way like you shouldn't feel and I was just like listening to the devil on my shoulder mm-hmm. way too much yeah well yeah because there's lots of people good. that feel guilty for feeling a certain way because you know we live a very privileged life you yeah. know even in the lowest kind of rungs for of sure. society in a country like Australia we're extremely privileged yeah you know so there's, I know yeah. there's, and it's partly ingrained into us as well. I know, especially with men, it's like, you know, you shouldn't feel upset or you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't doubt yourself. You know, you should be brave, confident, mm. you know, you should just take the world, world head on because yeah. you're a man. Mm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so like, and that's like a trap for a lot of people. And luckily the conversation is changing rapidly around all that. Mm. Like we were just talking about mullets for mental health outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if Please, 100%, not I don't know if <laughs> I support the aesthetic, but I love the cause, <laughs> you know. But I heard they're like banning it in schools. Mullets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of schools that you like. That wouldn't have flown at our school oh, at no all. Way. They would have shaved oh, it off your yeah, head. They would have yeah. pinned you down and shaved it Lol. off you. Yeah, they used to literally just send people across the road, and they had like a deal with like a barber yeah, shop to just cut you know? its hair. Yeah, if you if you Damn. didn't have a suitable haircut, no, and you don't get a choice, and it's just a three all over. Whoa! Yeah. Um, facial hair too. A couple of times mm-hmm. at school, like the fucking deputy head would just come up to me and put a razor in my head. Yeah, and like oh. no shaving cream because they want it to fucking suck. They <laughs> want it to hurt. So you're getting rashes, so, and you, <laughs> so you come to school and it like you don't ever do it at school yeah, again. Yeah, true. Yeah, damn. It's, uh, no. But at the same time, some schools. Some schools. Some schools. Yeah. yeah. Well, like we went to we went to like an all boys grammar school, so oh, true. it was a more of the stricter mm. spectrum. Um, mm. But you know, I I feel like it made us who we are and. There's yeah. nothing I'd, I'd want to change about that. Yeah, no, that's nice. 100% true. And I miss school a lot. I'm one of those people that during school, I was like, fuck schools, please, a mm. fucking hole. <laughs> and then as soon as I left, I was like, no, take me back. So Tyra, yeah. we've got we've got about five minutes left um, on this app. And <coughs> I, I've, we've got a little bit of a question that we kind of ask our guests. And... Mm-hmm. I want to know if you were to kind of go back, let's say go back to like when you were seven, when you were first getting kind of started in this music journey, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give yourself back then? Oh, damn. Um, There's no rush. That's a hectic one. Hey, there's a lot I could. I've always thought about this question. Um, 
me think, let me think. I think, um... Don't overthink. <laughs> Don't overthink <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's like the really, the yeah. really important one. There's yeah, I don't know. I can't think right now of a of a deeper one, but that's (laughs) you know. (laughs) But like, I feel like that's something that I've struggled with a lot. That Mm -hmm. I don't need. It's so unnecessary. It's so silly. There's just no point. It's just so much better. You can free yourself at any any time by just Mm. stop. Just stop thinking. Stop thinking too much. Just chill out and be present. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's beautiful. That lends itself mm. to so many underlying um, worries as well. Mm. You know, just take out the top. Don't overthink shit. Yeah. yeah. I always said to myself when I was trying to get through that that like as soon as you stop, you'll feel better and go further. Yeah. Just yeah. Everything you get want out of is your own way. Yeah. yeah, dude. <laughs> that's literally yeah. yeah. I've been in my way for so many years. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy how the universe works like that as well. Yeah. Like, it's all in our subconscious mind and what you believe in and what you believe you can. Yeah. What you believe you deserve is what yeah, you'll get. That's that's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Especially in our sort of industries as well, though, I feel like, uh, you know, the universe does it to you on purpose because for us to become the people we're meant to be, we have to get through it. But to get through it, we have to go through it to learn, yeah. to learn yeah. how to not do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So th- this has been an amazing, Tyra. We really appreciate you yeah, coming thank on. Thank you so much. Ah, thank you. Know? you. I, l- I really love this. This <laughs> was really cool. Yeah. Should we make some fucking music now? Hell yeah. Awesome, guys. 23rd of October at the Bright Side. You can get your tickets at our Instagram <laughs> account, so mine is v.blvq. I dream of Tyra. Everything will be in the show notes anyway, so you can Ooh. click the link no Hell matter what ye. you're listening on. I'll say it one more time. If you enjoyed this episode, take a quick screenshot, send it to your best friend. Uh, we really love that you guys come back week after week. We love doing this podcast. We're learning so much. Mm-hmm. We love to meet amazing people like Tyra and all our previous guests. So we want to be doing this for as long as possible. Uh, much love, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. Brought to you by Electric Sugar Studios. Boom, hey. boom. <laughs> Cha-ching. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, let's do this. Let's get this car. Oh, yeah, let's go.